<clears throat> so as I start speaking, and I'll try to remember to keep my voice up when I'm doing instructions, I'm told my voice falls, so I will try to <clears throat> stay loud. Can you all hear me in the back at the moment? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Ronnie. Ronnie, you might raise your hand if I drop, okay? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, as I'm speaking now, are you aware of what your attention is connecting with? Just in a light way. Maybe you can have a background sense of sensations of body sitting, foreground sense of hearing, or maybe you're aware the hearing's the background sense. You don't even know what the words are or care, but you're in some thought. There's no right or wrong. We're cultivating here this quality of steady awareness and recognizing, appreciating what awareness is naturally connecting with. Using um, skillful choice, deliberately directing the attention to connect with something in service of coming back into a receptive, non-judging awareness when we've gotten lost. So that might be coming, reconnecting with sensations of breath or hearing. If you notice, you're just completely getting lost in thought worlds, for example. So that's a, uh, a deliberate choice, but with the wise intention or motivation of refreshing the awareness, not the motivation of I like the breath better or this particular thing that's happening isn't so interesting. I've seen it already, been there, done that. Let's go to something new. No, simply what helps this quality of interested, receptive awareness to just connect with whatever aspect of experience of life is naturally arising due to the conditions. So that's a lot of words just to say, let your awareness relax into what's happening now and notice that. And yet, of course, uh, I have another aspect of our experience just to highlight, to bring into mind today. And that's the aspect of feeling tone, Vedana. This mental feeling that arises in the mind of pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant or unpleasant, in any, in the moment of every sense contact. This Vedana, as I said, arises according to the Buddha in every moment of sense contact. And he considered it so important, an aspect for mindfulness that in the Sutta, the Satipatthana Sutta, the four foundations of mindfulness, where he basically picked out four ways to break down all our experience. He made Vedana number two. He broke it out um, to highlight it 
as a very important aspect of our experience for mindful presence. Sally will be talking about it in her series on the Four Foundations. So I just want to just drop in some reminders about it. So just noticing it when it's apparent in your experience. As with any other aspect that's arising in every moment, it's not going to be the obvious predominant experience in every moment. So don't be making yourselves crazy thinking you've got to notice feeling tone in every moment. And when you don't, you get all tight and upset about it. Please don't get tight and upset about anything anyway, but you don't need to. But when it's, when it's apparent, it's so, it kind of, it's freeing. It, start, it starts to take us out of this complexity of reactivity that we don't quite know how we landed there sometimes. But very simply, feeling tone, it's a mental experience. It's just a little, uh, so quick, of um, just perceiving, experiencing a sound, a sight, a thought, a sensation, a taste. It's felt in the mind stream as just this subtle quality of pleasantness or unpleasant or neither one. The thing I'm wanting to highlight is recognizing it's a mental experience in in a particular mind stream. It's not a quality that's inherent in the sense contact. So for example, if I ring the bell, you hear the bell, it's not that that sound is inherently, for example, pleasant, that that's part of the sound. It's how it's received in that moment of your sense contact experience. Can be influenced by whatever else is occurring in the mind stream at that moment. So the sound of the bell in a moment, perhaps I perceive it here, it is pleasant. If you're waiting for the bell to ring because you're in pain, you might perceive it as extremely pleasant. Another time, I might be quite neutral to somebody or unpleasant to somebody else. And the next time you hear it, it might not be pleasant, it might be neutral. So each moment is fresh and new, just recognizing that Vedana feeling tone is a mental quality. And that's just very simple. So it's so central in a way because as I'm sure you all know this, I'll just mention it briefly. When feeling tone pleasant, unpleasant, neutral, isn't noticed and it's kind of stronger, the experience keeps going, the, the, the habits of mind, the Kalesa habits that lead us into confusion, very well known, it's pleasant, The habit is this subtle leaning of the mind, the attention into it more and more. We know where that goes really quickly into the whole field of wanting, grasping, becoming. Same with unpleasant. Unpleasant comes, the, the tendency of our 
habit of our mind is just to pull back, to resist. And that can become a habit that moves into aversion. And sometimes you might find you're you're going through the day with like a veil of wanting or aversion and you suddenly realize it's to everything. And you go, what, what's going on with this? And just stop and bring your attention. What's going on now? Sometimes you don't know, but I've done that at times. I just bring the attention back to the body. I'm walking. I see, oh, there's a subtle, unpleasant sensation that's arising each time I lift my left foot. Not even, you can't even say pain. Just unpleasant not noticed, that tendency of aversion and resistance comes up, not quite noticed, and it just strengthens and starts to, to, you know, distort perception. So this is, to me, really interesting, seeing how we get into some of our complexities, go, whoa, that's interesting. Not personal, just seeing these habits. So just all I want to say. So, of course, you're already in your posture, your sense of awareness, sitting with a sense of presence, and really respect for yourself, your body, your mind, what we're doing, a sense of of dignity in this moment, really here to be present for life as it presents itself, moment to moment, each moment just simple, but how quickly it can go into such complexity as well. It's fascinating. Don't think about it. Just come back to the moment. So whether you're Beginning, you're sitting with a sense of sensations of the body sitting. Just a relaxed ease, receiving the whole body, whatever sensations arise. Or if you're feeling the sensations that come with the breathing within the whole body. Or you're just noticing some subtle sensation of in-breath, Just connecting the attention, letting the attention connect. You don't have to give too much force to that. Open, interested, sensations of body arise, sensations of breathing arise naturally. And they're received in this interested, connective, awareness, mindfulness, receptive. How is it right now? Not here's another out-breath. I know how that is. Oh, just out-breath beginning. What sensations are coming? Just be in there with that. Or perhaps you're grounding the steadiness of mind, of attention in the experience of hearing. And you, for me, that helps with the receptive quality of attention, present, open, sounds come and go, so clearly not of my doing, 
And then mindfulness, the awareness, arises right with it when we're awake. Also, not such a sense of personal effort. Recognize how that feels. It can be the same with sensations of breathing or body. It's like this now. And without establishing a hierarchy, that one field of experience is more important than another, relaxed and present with your anchor and whatever else arises and naturally calls the attention. Just releasing full interest into that sensation of tingling or burning. Ah. Just relax, it's like this now. Feeling that sensation fully, but suddenly a thought of, ah, I don't want to be with this anymore, arises. So that's a thought arising. Or maybe it's an image. It's another kind of thought. Ah, being with that. And suddenly feeling in that thought a kind of a tightness. Ah, this is aversion. Okay? Aversion feels like this, the next mental object of mindfulness. Notice the mindfulness is, the objects are changing, but the attention can grow into great collectedness and steadiness with changing objects. And again, taking this same example, starting to notice a sense of mm, struggle, or contraction, or something, and uh, feeling that sensation again, and maybe you just notice, ah, oh, yeah, I'm pleasant. Once we're way lost in the aversion, sometimes it's harder to notice, but sometimes right at the beginning, a sensation comes. Just meet it, and it's like, ah, oh, just kind of neutral. Or a sound arises, and we kind of feel, oh, that's nice. You might just taste that pleasant quality. If there's times the mind is calm and simple things arising, you might play with just having an ear out for the Vedana. Other times, what's helpful to me I feel I'm quite mindful, noticing (laughs) sensation, thought, fear, thinking. I feel quite mindful, but gradually it's feeling like more of a struggle. There's some, you know, dis-ease going on. That's the time to let your awareness get wide a bit. Check Check the quality, the attitude in the mind that's aware. Often you'll see a subtle wanting or aversion. Oh yeah, that's to notice. And then you might see the example I gave. Oh yeah, this sensation that's coming, unpleasant, didn't notice. Or sometimes when you're off in a thought world of beauty, and it's so attractive, and vacation, and it's going on, and you keep waking up and noticing, okay, daydream. You don't feel a huge emotional charge under it. 
Why do I keep going into it? Next time it comes, you might just notice the simple, pleasant feeling that comes with, oh yeah, this is nice, boom, gone. So simple. So just to explore when that's available, very interesting. But if that's not what's occurring, really trusting this receptive, mindful awareness to just land with interest, with non-judging in whatever aspect of life is naturally arising right now.
May the beneficial energies of our practice together be shared with all beings as a condition for their awakening from suffering and confusion. So our beloved staff is leaving, just appreciating their presence here. I love it when staff are sitting, taking part of the retreat. It's really nice. So I'm just, just, you don't have to answer this, but just wondering, did, when the bell rang, did you suddenly feel really much more relaxed than you were before? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. If you did, that's a clue. What was going on? Somehow, you know, toughen something out. Just notice, that's all. Just notice. Or is it just, okay, now, thank God, I don't have to be aware. Another thing to notice. Because remember when Guy talked about, you know, how much energy does it take just to notice your fingers are touching? Not much, right? That's the right answer. The right answer. Not much. (laughs) So then why do we get so tired? Maybe you don't. If you do, why do we feel so tired trying to be aware? So that's just a, a, a question I'm dropping in, if you notice that. Just get interested and see. <clears throat> different for different ones of us at different times. <clears throat> that's also <clears throat> a not-so-sneaky way to encourage interest and mindfulness throughout the day, not just in the sitting. So one thing I wanted to just mention in terms of the <clears throat> bringing in the, we, we keep saying continuity for lack of a better word. The reason I hesitate about it is just because sometimes it has the association in people, people's mind. As soon as we say continuity, people think, well, I'm supposed to every single moment be mindful or I don't have continuity. So did, did any of you have it or no? Am I making that up? You're okay. If I say continuity, you know, we just mean the interest in the intention to remember when you can, right? It's not a judgment. So anyway, something in the walking, in the moving through the day, or even as you're sitting here now, we've mentioned it briefly. I just want to highlight that can be really helpful to kind of help to steady and bring in more awareness is Recognition when seeing is the predominant experience. It's happening a lot, isn't it? So I don't mean going out and naming objects and doing something, but just simply recognizing when seeing is happening. So right now, those of you with your eyes open, as I started talking, did you start to become aware that seeing was happening? Yes, no, yes, no. No. (laughs) Now, as I say it, if your eyes are open, can you notice seeing is occurring? And before, if you weren't noticing it, do you feel the difference between noticing seeing and when you're seeing but not really aware of it? No. Yes. No. No. (laughs) Well, just because it's subtle, but it's noticeable. And it's a great place to play because just when you become aware of seeing, 
you can recognize that the mindfulness, the awareness is present in the mind stream, in the consciousness in that moment. That's all. And then we start to notice how much walking through the day, not that every moment seeing, 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 but when it becomes predominant, just start to tune in to seeing is occurring. That's all. That's simple. You can come back around and then you're aware of the movement, of the walking and hearing and all. But when we're not at all tuned in to noticing seeing, but it's occurring for many of us, not for all of us. For some of us, that's not what's occurring at all. But if your eyes work and you're seeing, then that's the place when we're not aware of it so often The image is pleasant or unpleasant, not noticed, and zoom. That's where we're off in the thought world so quick. And judging, maybe James talked about that, it really gets triggered by seeing pleasant, unpleasant. That's okay. We're not trying to stop it. We just notice when that's your predominant experience. That's all. And that sense of, oh, seeing. I, I, for many years, I would hear talk about awareness of seeing And I used to make myself crazy thinking I was supposed to do something. I would like stare at a tree and think if I was aware of seeing it should all merge into molecules, right? You just should, right? I mean, I never got there. It made me nuts. This is so much simpler. It's just like, oh, yeah, seeing. That's it. That's it. You don't do anything with it. And what it's really doing is bringing in just a recognition of the difference between when there's simple mindful awareness, when there's not. And if you can't see, doing it with hearing is very much the same thing. You know, sounds are coming all the time. We just become aware hearing is occurring. There's that shift into that, just recognizing that moment of receptive awareness. So that's all. I just want to drop that in. Um, The walking, moving through the day, etc. So we have a few moments if you have any any questions about your practice. 